Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to the Anarcho Geek Power Hour. And oh, no. I, I have an ouchy throat. <laughs> that hurt. That was a bad choice of intro. I am getting over a sickness. I had I had big pox and I'm being very brave about it. And today we're going to talk about uh, HBO's primetime uh, Cordyceps drama, The Last of Us, with my guest it's my friend jonas goonface we call jonas dr cordyceps around the office how's it going jonas <laughs> um not bad uh pretty slow um and i should keep saying that that's a good thing and i'm not anxious about just laying low and chilling you had the big pox i had the uh little pox um, you had the so you had the 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 old pox? <laughs> the, the classic a- pox. Oh. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> um, but, um, Jonas, I wanted to have you on because you were talking about The Last of Us, uh, the video game series, a while back. Uh, I think maybe before the show came on. And um, I started playing that game years ago. Uh, when I was very, very depressed, and right after I paid the jet, the dead child tax at the beginning of the game, I was like, "This might be too grim for me." Uh, right now, I don't think I can do do something this dark. I'm gonna play Katamari Damacy. Um, but halfway through the show's run, after that third episode, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give this a, give this another go." Um, so I played the first one. Haven't played the second one. And uh, it's pretty funny because the show seems to follow like every single beat that the game did. So we can talk about them in tandem. But uh, what'd you think of the show? Um, I liked a lot of it. I think they took some really interesting uh, like diversions um, from the game in the, like the first half of the show. That I was like, oh fuck, wow! Uh, it's it's the story in the story. I get I get double story, and then uh, around the second half of the show, they kind of, uh, I don't know, it felt more. Um, I was like, oh, I've seen all this. <laughs> I've I've seen this oh. before. I was oh, I was just singing along with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the giraffes, and they got and uh, yeah, they. I was really taken on the first episode where right out of the gate, this police SUV crashes into their car and cuts off their path. And I'm like, by God, you, you crazy bastards, you did it. You made the video game show. You made a show about a video game that feels like a video game. The cinematic game turns into cinematic TV show. Um, But yeah, did you, did you play the game? Around when it came out, which was like ten years ago, or what's your what's your history with that? I did. Um, I played the game when it came out, and I feel like uh, every house that I've passed through, uh, I've like spent any time in. I think like uh, a lot of them happen to have a PlayStation around, and. And, and all of the PlayStations happened to have The Last of Us. And so I'd be like, oh, <laughs> this, like, 
you're 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 here and you're waiting for me. Uh, I've never. I don't think I've ever bought a console in my life. But uh, yeah, it's just all. Yeah, it's you walk into a news house and you're like, oh, you again, old friend. One more, one more <laughs> yeah. go around. Gather around, roommates. Who wants to get very sad? <laughs> yeah, who who wants to see me tape things to pipes and knock them <laughs> over people's heads? Yeah, who wants to see, who wants to see me murder just like everybody? <laughs> and it's man, that's it. Uh, it's a good. One of my favorite tropes is the like the grizzled old bastard whose heart melts trope. Um, and I'm really crazy about how in this one it's not shown that like it's shown that like love is a transformative thing, but not a moral thing that yeah. I think every, everything else gets really wrong. Um, but like just all in all a fun, a good, just a good apocalypse um show a very lived in world yeah um a lived in world is like a good way to explain that i feel like the the game did not really portray communities in a big way um mm-hmm. and like th- this isn't really a spoiler but like the second game i think kind of corrects that in a in an interesting way so you've got like that to look forward to but oh shit but, it is very like, uh, like kind of individual focused, and and um, there is so much of that world that I'm like, oh man, how do these communities function, and like, uh, how do they get all their shit done, and do laundry, and and, and stuff. That like was that was the thing that I kept being blown away by in the game of all these like little these communities that have been decimated that you stumble upon or like the few that the few that you like go into i mean i guess um what's joel's brothers joel's brothers little community uh yeah tommy tommy's little community community and i love in the game or not in the show um, they elaborate on it and they have a like, a like, oh, so like communism. And it's like, well, no. And it's like, no, this is a commune. We're communists. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. tight. Fucking cool. The one that, the one that's functioning really well and seems, <laughs> seems like the chill one to live in is the one that's just like, all right, let's hold things in common. Sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, they, ex- yeah, it's, um, the game didn't get to ex- the first one didn't get to explore community that much. And I think the show was able to do that in like in a couple areas. But um, I just think about like the that like sewer level after you get out of Baltimore or something um, where yeah. you stumble. Yeah. And you stumble upon like they made like a little like there's rules on the wall for like that feel like this lived in like don't don't get loud don't go over here but they have like a little soccer wall for the kids and uh, <laughs> it felt so yeah. like it felt like something of value was lost and you're coming upon this this lost this lost tribe Ish is my favorite character and you only ever see him through those like little notes and like. Uh, that was something I did really like about the show was like uh, they they did have a uh, 
a, a dedication to uh, shitty handwritten notes with little uh, riddles on them. But like Ish is uh, the, the one little dude who like lives in the sewers. And lives can, the can, can you, I don't remember. Can you remind me who Ish was? Yeah, he would just like write his name Ish, and then like I don't know, some kid drew a picture of him, and you kind of see it in the show. Like, there's like a picture of him, like drawing crayon on the wall, and uh, I don't know, it's just cute. He like sets up a couple traps, and then he like uh, leaves the sewer, and then you you leave the sewer in the game, and you know, it's not a person you ever meet, but uh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, the lo- like the rat. Yeah, the rat man of the sewers was how I was. Okay, yeah. I remember. I remember this fucker. He he was he was all over the place, little ish. Um, but um, yeah. So we're recording um, mm-hmm. the night the night after or the night that it uh, ended and. Um, the ending was just straight up um, <laughs> the same as same as the game. So, like, if you like the game, the game was good. I thought the show was good, but I'll but like you could also play the game. Choose your poison. But um, I, I think I'm, I'm running up against this wall where I want to ask about the, the second game. But uh, whatever. Go on. <laughs> I want to spoil it for myself. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a real. Uh, I don't know. You're like, oh man, how, how could this game get sadder? And then you're like, oh wow, that's cool. Uh, thanks for answering my question. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna go back to like, uh, I don't know. Um, I guess maybe if we wanted to like look at like some of the politics in the game a little bit more because that's fun. Um, yeah, please. Like, go off, kick. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just was like, they were like, oh, we're communists. I was like, wow, they said it. And then, uh, like later in the show, uh, Ellie's like, oh, fireflies, they're anarchists. And then they're like, no, we're freedom fighters. We prefer prefer uh, the term freedom fighters, but I'm like, oh my God, they say it. Well, they did say it, but like, I don't know. I fucking hate the fireflies. <laughs> and like, their whole stated goal is to like uh, bring back the. Yeah, they know, want to reinstate the government. <laughs> yeah, it, it does feel like. I th- yeah, I think they, they state like, we want to bring back the federal government. <laughs> oh, bummer. We want to get we want to get Sleepy Joe out of cryo freeze and get, and get this, whole, <laughs> this whole get up, make America work again. Yeah. Um, and like, I think, yeah, I think as the politics in the game and the show are like they, you know, only only grazed upon. Um, but I think that apocalypse stories are something there's a tendency f- um, for anarchists to like to like them and want to talk about them a lot because there's this. I think we maybe romanticize the day when we got to start from scratch or some old order is laying low. Um, and if a media, some media can do something interesting with that, I'm stoked because I think that that tendency or that, that way of thinking is a uh, kind of, kind of, kind of teetering on accelerationist sometimes, but I'm not, I'm not above some accelerationist yeah. shit. Who, who am I? 
who am I to cast stones? Um, but um, you gotta you gotta get up pretty early in the morning to give me make me give a shit about zombie media. And they made and they found a way. Well, they found the the best way that they found was because I'm a big mycology freak, and the fact that they have like this grounded idea of cordyceps taking a like humans body temperature is like raised one degree or whatever whatever reason they gave for how cordyceps can live in humans this Hmm. just made it feel all the more lived in but like did you watch um that that was a really cool uh i i really appreciated the way that they fleshed that out in the show the the mechanisms of, of the cordyceps just kind of like further expounding on that um, mm-hmm. yeah the opening the opening of like that my co- like going all the way back to um whatever the 70s of just some weird interview with a guy that's just like ah, this is it this is what's gonna end the world baby um <laughs> just like a really a really stark way to get everything going and like I mean, like, that's a big, I think that it added some, like, some, like, um, a lot of beauty to the show, because you, a, somebody, a dead body attached to the wall, covered in fungus, in, in, like, fungal patterns going up the wall, has a, like, beauty to it that, like, The Walking Dead could never get at, that Jeff, Mm -hmm. that Jeff Vandermeer shit. Um, Did you watch The Walking Dead, by chance? Uh, no, Jeff Vandermeer, I'm a, I'm a big goofy goober for the... Oh, yeah. So, uh, let's, let's speak on that, because I also like, I also like him, but I couldn't get through the, uh, the Southern Reach trilogy. And he uh, had some words about Last of Us, right? I couldn't really make heads or tails of what he was going on about. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I do remember he, like, was kind of trolling on, like... I don't know the types of vegetation that they were dressing the tree the 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 cars up with. <laughs> it was like those vines don't grow in that biome, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah you get a bit. <laughs> I think I read it, and I and it read to me as just like this guy going like, no, you can't. I'm the fungo man. I'm the fungus man. <laughs> I'm the I'm the one oh, who does um, fungus stuff. Stay in your lane. Oh no no! I think he was like a. Uh, comp- Comparing the show to the the movie version of Annihilation, and I think he was laughing because like neither of them had anything to do with like the book Annihilation. I don't know. That, it was just like quick sidebar. What you think that of was, the of what you think yeah. of the movie Annihilation? Because I'm a big fan. Oh God, um, man, I think it. Uh, like there are so many things that I love about the book series and whether that's like just my own interpretation or a misinterpretation of Jeff Vandermeer's work, that's like whatever. But um, uh, I feel like the movie uh, portrayed not those things, which was fine. I had a good ride all the same, but it it didn't really uh, resemble what I had, uh, kind of gleaned from the book i suppose i seem to remember someone's the director talking about how they 
didn't want to they had read the book like a decade previous and very purposefully did not reread they were like all right i want to make a movie about this i'm not rereading the book i remember i remember it was some like roadside picnic shit uh so let's uh, i'm just gonna go with that which i kind of respect like it's like mm-hmm. i'm not like i like i like your i like your bones and i'm going to take those bones they're my bones now yeah like that I, like I don't the know most, like oh go for it just the most based on based on a novel by like based in all caps yeah i don't know i, I appreciated like how how definitions and our like our words that we use for things um like he kind of used that to like harm the characters in the book uh over and over again <laughs> uh that was Whoa, kind of, wait. Uh, that's a, that's that sounds pretty <laughs> i kind of dig that yeah. <laughs> they're like oh is it a tower is it a tunnel uh fuck i don't know um, that was just like oh <laughs> forgot about that in the movie but yeah it's i only it's i only read I only read the first one, and uh, maybe maybe I'll go back. I don't know. Um, but um, anyway, back back to back to the Last of Us. I just like I like that it was fucking super grim, dark, but it didn't seem to want to like it didn't want to rep. Uh, maybe this is me being naive, but it didn't feel like they were really reveling in human cruelty, even though it was like yeah the point of the show almost mm. um and like when the chips are down everything falls apart like humans compulsion to dominate comes out and it always feels like shows are like wanting to take humanity down a peg but this felt very a lot more sober i don't know i i think you're totally right and i think part of that is like the difference between a video game and a a, a show made for like a a, a not <laughs> like uh hateful gamer audience and then i think another sure. part of that is like just all of the fucking shit that we've had to live through uh <laughs> like 2013 was when the game came out i think yeah i think am you're i right. wrong maybe that's yeah or yeah damn that, that feels too long ago a decade fuck maybe 2015 when i picked up the the new game i got the remastered version and it and it was like the 10 10 year anniversary or something so oh my know, maybe. god fuck i should not have thought of that but uh, <laughs> uh yeah the time, world was a was a different time uh time time devours us all <laughs> we deserve something uh, nice we just <laughs> We do, Ben. Will we get it? Let's see. Um, well, a bunch of a bunch of fucking like hateful gamers were not very happy about this game, though, right? Or probably the second one because it makes it more explicit that um, Ellie is gay. And Ellie's uh, gay. There's a me- strong girl. There's a trans kid. Like, oh shit! I didn't know about this. This is everybody get out there. Play Last of Us too. <laughs> uh uh or maybe not i don't know (laughs) um that and uh which like i definitely saw a few people trying to like trying to like get their dander up about making it way more 
way more on its face um, that that Bill was gay, but he's gay in the game. He's got he's got gay porno mags in the game. It's like and Ellie yeah. Ellie talks about it. It's like not whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does segue because I like I think the show is great. I loved I love the things that were like were only the show the the like scenes in Indonesia where like um, the mycologist is like finding out about cordyceps mutating um, Ellie's birth scene in the last episode. Oh, we didn't put this at the beginning, but spoilers for the last of us. Um, <laughs> do you, if you, if you can't, no court would convict me. Fuck y'all. Um, uh, yeah. Last episode showing Ellie's birth, um, and an explanation of why she is immune. Um, and all that. But I think that, I'm not alone in thinking that episode three was, I just rewatched it before getting on this call and mm-hmm. just got, it got me crying all over again. It's fucking it's some of the best television I ever fucking seen. That's the thing that convinced me to play the game before, the show ended because I wanted I wanted to see this this Bill character and boy in the game he's a different fellow. <laughs> yeah, I love both my bills. Uh, yeah, they give I us love two good bills. That's great. Yeah. I love a, I love an unhinged wingnut survivalist. Um, <laughs> like and almost all contacts they've got they got a little piece of me. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, Bill, Bill in the game, and Bill, and finding Frank's dead body in the game, and that's. I'm glad that they chose to make one of the one of the most touching love stories I ever seen. Um, in that, I don't know if you had feelings about about that episode, um, but I want to talk about it a little bit because, um, yeah, first two episodes. A lot of fun. Wasn't a big fan of how they added a weird sort of rapey element to Tess's death of like a zombie comes up and kisses her to like give her the cordyceps seemed seemed unnecessary. I I, I'm not sure what they were trying to communicate with that. And uh, I really wish they had found a different way to do that. Um, Sure. Yep. Me, me too. I couldn't, couldn't make heads or tails of the, the decisions going into that. But, um, yeah. Um, well, like the whole mushroom thing is like, got a real like nature bats last kind of like potential that they, they sort of covered in the, um, second to last episode when he was talking about like, oh yeah, the mushrooms love and they look after their young and they're like, you know, just a different form of life and mm-hmm. um, and I was like, oh boy, I can't wait to see where they take that and uh, I, I guess I'm I'm still waiting, but um, I guess we got it. That we got another. <laughs> that is that is another hope of mine that they go that they do something more with that in the second season um, in the in their like 
the show only like little vignettes that they that they get to do to expand upon the story um but mm-hmm. um anyway yeah first two episodes i thought like ah is a very a very watchable show love pedro pascal's real the real real daddy up there love him bella ramsey what a what a wise acre um but third episode i didn't going into this blind i just see a guy silhouetted against tvs as like as the cops are taking everybody away and then i hear <laughs> i hear my boy and i know immediately who's saying not today you new world order jackboot fucks and i'm just screaming alone in my little cabin um and it's got it 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 it, ha- it had me immediately cuz yeah like i said i love an unhinged survivalist type um getting to go do looting like like free free take your time have a leisurely looting adventure at home depot making his little traps and then and then being like a a little gourmand in his kitchen and it's like was a, just a lot of fun um and not knowing where it was going having him like soften and i thought like oh he's going to have a he's going to get a friend but Nick Offerman had such a had such a mastery of this this very specific sort of like physical he's a great physical actor playing a man like so guarded with his own desires that I was like oh sh- oh fuck oh fuck he's closeted um and then he comes out onto his piano with his fucking rock candy voice playing that Linda Ronstadt song that I hope that there's a full version out there of, of him. I thought, I thought he did great. Um, yeah. Like, and I'm not sure if it's like fair to call him closeted because it's like a very specific and very real person, a very real type of like, of, of gay man um, that he, that he channeled like miraculously well. And it's like a very common relationship with like um, uh, Murray Bartlett um, playing Frank of like a more experienced gay man being able to like, like coax them out of this, this, this prison they built for themselves Um, being able to like clock him immediately with his like love of wine and like making of like good, good food. It was like such a glimpse into a, a, a gay relationship that I've never say, seen portrayed tenderly that I was like uh, had me immediately like his clumsiness and his clumsiness and terror when he's like when he's like glumly says there is no girl and the way he slinks away to take a shower and the way he says he's never um, when he asks him if he's ever had sex before he's like uh, well long a long time ago i tried with with a girl it was fucking visceral like oh my god like oh like yeah um but yeah that episode was a like an older aging homosexuals is like something we don't get a lot (laughs) yeah seeing that as like something outside of like a uh 
I don't know, a coming of age or like something with like played by really young, hot people. Well, I guess they're like old, hot people, but um, you, you but get what a, I mean. They're like outside. Yeah. Life. Older bears. We don't get a lot of bears. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, the ending of that one was, yeah, God. Uh, uh, like, instead of putting me through a bunch of, like, sad pain, they put me through, like, a bunch of happy pain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to describe that one, but, yeah, it was, it, it was just as sharp, but... <clears throat> It was, yeah, the uh, the most beautiful suicide I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, in a in a in a world that is like pretty pretty riddled with with suicide stories, um, like implied or explicit, like being able to show people build a beautiful life with each other in like this this fucking the homosexual with the god. Gadsden fly and his uh, flag in his basement um <laughs> being able to like find love because a because a man fell in his fucking punji pit and mm-hmm. um then him like choosing to choosing to die with him after he chooses to die um rather than like just wither wither away um at as they're like old and satisfied is like fucking it was god it really uh, god it had me fucking bawling every time i've watched it um my only complaint i'll say about that episode is raiders come for them and frank's standing out in the open with a bolt action rifle firing he would he would know to get cover (laughs) yeah he would have known better uh yeah i think I, I, I want to come back to Raiders, uh, but oh. yeah, uh, I I was also kind of like, I don't know. I felt a little bit weird about the, uh, I, there, there's something about like the person who gets disabled and then uh, decides to kill themselves. Uh, that is like a really tricky, tr- not, I don't know if it's a, trope necessarily because i don't know like the specifics of uh homeboy's disability um damn who was it it was bill and frank zeke no it wasn't zeke (laughs) (laughs) Uh, who who are you talking about the the guy that um uh bill's boyfriend oh frank Frank, yeah, God damn it. Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, um, I, I, th- I, I, I guess I just assumed that he had, he had like terminal cancer. Um, but I guess they do never say it. Yeah. Um. But I, 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 I think they handled it like I was a little bit worried, you know. But, but I, I think they handled it gracefully. Um. Yeah, it's I, a tough needle to thread. Yeah, um, they got like a lot of uh, traffic cones to weave, but I, I, I don't know. I think they pulled it off. Uh, yeah, I think I think they pulled it off pretty well. I have, um, yeah, I got pretty strong feelings about people 
people being able to like make that choice in real life, but like doing it in media is always, I'm very, I'm even, even when something I'm, I have kind of a hair trigger when something feels cheap. Um, yeah. It's a million dollar baby kind of stuff. Oh, I never seen that, but now I'll, I never will. Oh, spoilers for all of y'all. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead and spoil a million dollar ba- million dollar baby. Yeah. Everybody, fast forward 10, 10 seconds. What happens? Has, do you like any movies? I'll spoil all of them right now. Uh, we'll have, that, we'll uh, have you come a, back for a spoiler episode specific. She's a boxer and she punches a lot of people and she's the best, but then she breaks her neck and can't move her legs. And then she's like, well, if I can't punch people, I might as well die. And then... Um, I don't know. There's like a lot of people who can't move their legs and they live fulfilling lives, but uh, yeah, there's more to life than punching. Like (laughs) one of those things. Um, yeah, I've, I haven't, you know, I was like, maybe if I sat down, but I can't think of like, um, something that has, has tried to play with like what they were doing in that episode with how they tried to Mm -hmm. end that episode and was able to pull it off without feeling like they were doing some doing just doing some manipulation shit. But that one it, felt like it the, pulled it off. Yeah. <clears throat> it felt like a win. <laughs> you were like, yeah, it did it. <laughs> yeah. Especially because it, earlier in the episode, they have this, this, this just great line uh, saying where Nick is, um, saying i'm sorry i'm getting older quicker than you and he's like older means we're still here which is very really got me um and they got they yeah they made them look fucking old then they're all like at the end of their lives and yeah it felt like it felt like a a win they had carved out a life with each other when like even in the real world like um before everything fell apart bill just hated the world and was happy when everyone died um and he found 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 love and found purpose beyond just like continuing and he found someone to like be fearful for and have emotion and like give him an emotional life and if that was going away he's like this that that was my that was my world and life and I'm old. I'm satisfied, and this is this is what I want. It's felt, oh, yeah, great, great shit. Um, but you want to you wanted to go back to Raiders? Yeah, I did want to go back to Raiders. Um, <clears throat> so, like, I don't know. I I guess you're. Um, anybody who's like super into i don't know apocalypse genre like there's raiders like in in all of them and i was yeah like um (laughs) i guess i really like that whole notion i kind of felt like 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 where do raiders come from and and why do people have raiders and all their shit and uh and like why don't they get dignified with like some sort of like community of their own i was kind of 
like yeah i think it's interesting i would Um, love to see the inner workings of like a raider community that is not like like the fallout games you stumble upon these like these places with just like one dirty mattress where you like kill all the raiders but all they're doing is like (laughs) sitting around in their in their battle gear with weapons drawn at all times like just ready for like their mindless kill machines like the world ends and like most people are going to descend into like coming to steal resources from other people um I think Miyazaki talks about how, like, in Lord of the Rings, like, there's no distinction between, um, like, enemies and civilians for, like, uh, like, like orcs and, and how they're, like, a, it's yeah. like a racist stand-in. And, like, I think that can also be applied to just, like, people trying to survive. <laughs> and then, like, you know, if they need an antagonist, they're just, like... <laughs> Dirty bunch of people trying to survive, like you know. And I so, and I guess that, like, come to think of it, like Joel, Joel and Tommy used to be raiders. It sounds like, yeah, um, or at least like you know lived as that for a time. And yeah, I want to hear more about like what that was like and and how your life is distinguished now than it was then. And. Uh, 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 have you ever played Division? I guess while we're on the subject of apocalyptic video games. No, what's that? Um, it's like uh, this really chuddy, uh, like Tom Clancy. They're like the Minutemen, and then you know, the nation is thrust chaos. And, uh, and, and you're one of the. You're the last line, like you know keeping civilization from the brink of anarchy and the raiders oh, are like oh man there's a bunch of looters trying to get medicine you gotta shoot them uh, <laughs> this this game sounds very tom clancy god it's so bad um uh, yeah just like you know those are the fireflies yeah what i'm interested oh, i think that i want to I was, you know, I was thinking like maybe I won't because I definitely noticed my enjoyment of the show was diminished once I knew what was going to happen um, mm-hmm. by playing the game. So I was like, maybe I won't play Last of Us 2. But the the desire to know what happens with the with the fireflies and, and stuff is just going to be too great. I'm going to get I'm going to go go see if I can pick that up at GameStop. Right. Um, I can mail you my copy. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. All right, there you go. Um, Yeah, it's... (laughs) Will they reestablish the three branches of government? Oh, I sure hope so. I sure (laughs) hope those plucky fireflies pull through and bring back the judicial branch. (laughs) That's my favorite one, uh... Executive branch, boo. Judicial branch, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the one with the real teeth in it. Um, I do hope that the show is has a, the show seems to kind of understand have a little more political nuance than maybe the like they did. They did a great game. They did a great environment for you to run through, but they didn't seem to really under 
stand when they were like, and there has to be a revolutionary movement in here that you can do some interesting stuff with that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do love uh, some good morally complicated, uh, scrappy ding-dongs enlisting child soldiers. and. Uh, <laughs> yep. Hey, t- hey, rough times. <laughs> a dead hey. cop is a dead cop. Hey, it doesn't matter who pulls the trigger. Um, And that was, uh, oh, that's in a, I can only assume that, because I know that there was like a, a like mini game, like a supplemental game that came out later uh, where Ellie and. They call those DLCs. A DLC. Huh. I never heard the like. Anyway, um, I assume that that's like, you play through the um, the level where Ellie gets to go to the mall and hang out. Um, and I wonder if they they dive deeper into her friend beco- deciding to become a terrorist. Because that's that they left a lot of meat on those bones. Yeah. Um can't recall if i did not replay the dlc i haven't touched that thing in uh years i don't think they went too far into it i don't i don't remember the fireflies taking more shape after that i i i like the way the the show kind of brought it brought it around but yeah um, and that they give it at least give it um at least acknowledge that communism, anarchism, there's different, there's, there's different ideologies still at play 20 years <laughs> after the world, the world goes down. Um, but um, when's the last time, you, did you replay the game uh, anytime recently oh. or were you just saying you haven't touched it in years? Um, man, I haven't touched uh, the, the DLC in years. I think I only played it once and, I played mm-hmm. through the first one like God, maybe five times, maybe six. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a solid game. High rec high recommend. It's got the Anarcho Geek Power Hours seal of approval. Everyone, go out and play play this game if you are feeling emotionally stable at the time. Yeah, I give it five out of five anarchies. Yeah, uh, thir- thirteen out of twelve anarchies. um well yeah uh we got any anything else you want to touch on in the show in the game i guess i love road trips and this is like a fun road trip game and a fun road trip show yeah (laughs) they're in a car now they're walking in there now that now they're walking now they now they're horsing now oh we're gonna have to it's a yeah my it really like i don't know how much of a how much of an uh how oogged out you may you may have been uh now or in your past but it really reminds me of my most oogly days of just i'm just like that house looks abandoned i'm gonna sleep in there (laughs) like when i was absolutely grizzled and like willing to be willing to be shot as an intruder for um like Bringing like while while I won't call those uh, good times necessarily, they are times that I think back on fondly. 
Um, yeah. So games that capture that constant road trip element mm-hmm. um, of just like, yeah, a, gri- a grimier road trip story is always, always fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, whenever anybody like sits on their pack, I'm always like, oh, <laughs> what if you got hummus in there? Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, you po- oh, you poor everybody <laughs> email me for your pro- for your proper pack construction. Yeah. Um, just kidding. Don't ever email me. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's The Last of Us. I think a good game, a good show. I say they were both good. Yeah. Uh, and while it is the end of the season, I, you haven't seen The Last of Us. You haven't seen The Last of Us. Um, I think they got approved that... for two more seasons, I think. Two? Whoa, shit, really? Huh. Well, so. I don't. Oh, yeah, it was like I, the second episode. They were like, "Oh, people like this." <laughs> oh, we gotta we gotta really fucking juice this lemon. Um, yeah. Um, damn. Well, I guess I don't know what happens in Last of Us Two. Maybe they can get get a lot of mileage out of it, or there's a third game coming. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the Last of Us. But something else happened tonight besides the review that's right folks it's hollywood's biggest night it's the oscars uh jonas do you think movies should be mandatory to watch uh they're not mandatory oh uh yeah well it sounds like you've been doing doing your your part already but people out there you should be watching all the movies um who's your who's your pick who's your guys for this this year i think Fifle Goes West and American Tale is going to really take it all home. Yeah, uh, they take it all home every year, and I don't see why this year should be any different. Um, Yeah, why rock the boat? I'm really curious what uh, uh, Steve Buscemi is going to (laughs) wear. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think I, I'm getting, yeah, I'm looking at the website now. He came in uh, David Byrne's big suit. <laughs> and he looks... Uh, who else did he fit in there? What else, oh, what's he got in there? I bet he's got some snacks in case he gets hungry. Yeah. Check his pockets. Maybe he's got Paul Dano. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, oh would, wouldn't they be a dynamic duo? Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who's who's everybody needs a Paul Dano in their pocket. That's what this is what I've been saying. I wonder, uh, you know, wonder what uh, who's going to get an award as a apology to whatever minority group um, Hollywood's trying to apologize for years of systematic abuse and degradation. Um, and uh, we're just kidding, folks. The Oscars already happened, and we all know that. Everybody won. They decided that uh, it was just too good. Banshees of Inner Sheeran, everything, everywhere, all the time. How can you choose? They said everybody takes takes home one of these little guys. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they just uh, dropped the curtain and there was like a billion of them. They were like, yeah, you thought you'd have to fight. No more fighting. Yeah. No, we had a run on stop gold fighting. and we just... No, stop fighting, everybody. We what we need now is is unity. Brendan Brendan Gleeson out there, like 
get giving hugs and kisses to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But, and that sounds like a fucking episode to me. What do you, what do you say, Jonas? It was, it was an Oscars miracle and I am done with the Oscars and done with this episode. Yeah. Uh, you got anything, got anything you want to plug anywhere people can find your comics or stuff that you, uh, you want to direct them towards? Yeah. Um, I draw comics. I don't post them anywhere. (laughs) Uh, that's going to change like in a bit here, but, um, you know, if you like my drawings or want to see what kind of shit I'm up to, uh, I'm just at Jonas Goonface um, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Post my shitty little, silly little drawings. I recommend from me. I think Jonas is one of the best people out there, out there do, doing the doodles at, at this point. So if you're into comics, fucking premium follow um uh you can find me uh i think bumlung is my handle on all on most of the things um go look it up and uh yeah sounds like sounds sounds like an episode to me so from everyone here which is me and jonas thanks for listening and i'll see you at the movies yeah I'll see you at the movies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's my... Give me your best shot. (laughs) Episode over.